Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. The RPG Show Presents this is a spinoff where we sit down and we play tabletop games and the like. Now, with me today, I have three badasses of not being badass, okay? First up, we got Marcus, got more trouble than a, twi- than a Taylor Swift music video. Perez, how you doing, buddy? Trouble. <laughs> and then we have... Dan, narrative, schmerative, Jordan. What's happening? Oh, that's nasty. That's, that's good. That's good. And we have Nick. I always roll provoke Gantner. No? Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't but you asked how I was doing, so I was like, should I respond yet? He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know Nick, how's your ass? How's, yeah. It's sore. Well, last time uh, we... We fleshed out some some plans on uh, the world we're going to be playing in because we were playing Fate Core, for those who don't know. But you should know. You should be listening, but that's fine. Go check it out. Uh, if you haven't listened to the first episode yet, then we'll wait. We'll be right here when you get back. Okay, that was an interesting episode, wasn't it? So now we're moving on to making characters. Um, so everybody's got their character sheets ready, handy, that kind of jazz. R. Okay, let me get back to my... Oh. All right, so how we want to do this? We want to who wants uh, to go first? Because essentially, um, we're gonna do. Uh, I'll be the test dummy. All right, so you have to come up with two key things that sort of make up your character uh, initially, and that is high concept and trouble. So your high concept is sort of who your character is in like a sentence or short phrase. Um, and that's sort of, yeah. So, um, so is that like encapsulating him as a being or her he, as a being him or her as a being? Right. So, uh, like does that include like mor- morality and ethical stuff or um, like it's sort of, experience? it sort of does, um, loosely. That's kind of the point. That's the reason it's a phrase and not just, uh, paladin of the, uh, Order of Paladins. Yeah, like that's not that great of a, a concept. Um, I can pull up some examples for you if you'd like. Um, sure. Should have had that everything's ready. better with examples. Should have had that ready. Paladin of the East Coast Paladins. Uh shit, 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 shit. Um, is it the core book? It is. So, but I already have that open. So, um, let's see here. What's the example they give on the book? I had another thing open. All right, so it's page 29. Carriage Creations, page 29 in the core rulebook. Yeah, this is for all those listeners at home. All right, so uh, high concept. So 
it would be like so it could be uh you so what they tell what the way they say is like you take your job and add eject, uh, adjectives and descriptors on there so instead of saying um lead detective you would say reluctant lead detective or instead of low level thug you're an ambitious low level thug or um or you can mash two jobs and descriptors together that doesn't really make any sense and so like uh singing knight of the round table or wizard private eye like these are things that um <laughs> or they can play off important <laughs> relations in the game so like uh low level thug for the syndicate uh or uh black sheep of the thompson family like that would be your high concept you follow you get what i'm saying sure okay so um yeah okay um and we're all already supposed to be like badasses right yeah yeah in this setting i would say that you are people of note in your circle like um i would say that you're probably i mean would it do you think everybody here are, are are we mercenaries or are you just plain adventurers? Like what would be that, that first thing that would get everybody here? Or can like mercenaries is the easy way out, but do we think that's a bad idea to be mercenaries? Um, I'm okay with it. How about I you? Um, mercenary is the correct term, but I mean, maybe just, Three guys trying to make their way in the universe in the middle of all these, midst of all these struggles. Okay, that's that's fair. I can I can work with whatever you want to be. I can I think I can pull everybody together. I think I can handle it. We don't have to be mercenaries, but I mean we can be kind of jack of all trades, like treasure hunter. Well, know. I'm just trying to give a uh, a Nick sort of like a a place to go. I kind of already have an idea. All right, then go for it. You, I'll I'll tell you. We'll work. We working together. So yeah. All right. So. Like I'm just doing the aspect, right? Like no big descriptions or nothing. Yeah, no, your high concept, and then we'll go from okay. there. Like we'll discuss it. After. All right, I'll go with uh, and it's just got to be like two words, like nothing like. No, I mean it's it's, it's 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 anywhere from a few words to a short phrase. Like it, you know, I'd, you don't want to be ten words long, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, we'll go with uh, like, dainty hidden blade. Dainty hidden blade. So tell me a little more about your character. Let's see. Let's let, let me let me sort of get what you want to be. And then wait, we'll is work. that a name okay. or just a, a class? Or? That's that's your that's a high concept. That's so. If you're looking at your character sheet, you have a name, high concept. Um. So, tell me more about what character you want to play, Nick, and we'll go from there. Well, I can't edit this uh, PDF, so let me fix that real quick. You have to download it and save it. I have downloaded it. Well, everybody well, are you in the right character sheet? Are you in character sheet or are you in the work the worksheet? Am I not supposed to be in the worksheet? No, you're supposed to be in the right no, character, character sheet. sheet. We only need the worksheet for the reference stuff at the bottom. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Nick. Yeah. Then what the fuck was the point of giving us the worksheet? All right. Just so you had it, man. So you had the reference it's material at the bottom. You. To confuse you. That's exactly why. To confuse Nick. So that he could. Well, it's like I clicked on the other one first, but I'm like, this one's big and bold aspect. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll do this one. Right. Fucking my bad. Relax. All right. Um. So yeah, idea of right. my character. Uh. So I'm a I guess a prolific, um, assassin. Okay. Um. My issue though is I don't like to get dirty, and I don't like. 
Oh, crafts. well, we, we would People. cover that in your in your trouble. So your high well, that's concept, what I meant, like dainty, because yeah, but that would your trouble is going to be a sec- separate aspect. So your high okay. concept and your trouble are two separate aspects. They don't have to. You don't want to like combine them. All right. Well, then, I guess I don't. He doesn't give off an off-putting like kind of demeanor. Like people don't expect anything violent to come out of him. So your your friendly neighborhood assassin. Well, like not necessarily like I look innocent, and I don't seem capable of villainous acts. Are you a chick? No. Okay. Like I thought it'd be kind of like fucking an oxymoron be a dainty assassin kind of thing so that's what i'm going with okay so i'm still trying to get an idea here as okay. to because all right our high concepts this is the oddest thing why can't i just describe what the fuck i want to do well i know it's it's yeah, weird uh you don't necessarily it's fine. We'll go with we'll go with uh we'll go okay, with Okay, well describe to me what exactly you want. Dain- you we'll say. go with dainty and insa- dainty assassin. We can live with that. We can work with that. We're fine. We can change it if you if it doesn't work. All right. It's like I'm trying to think on how to it's fine. It's fine. Dainty assassin's fine. Okay. So you're a dainty assassin. All right. What is your trouble? So this is something that has been um Sort of these are your like personal issues or relationships you have um, either, like I said, personally. So some some examples are like anger management issues. Um, the bottle calls to me or problematic relationships like uh, are you like family man, debt to the mob or the triad wants me dead. Um, like these are, are troubles. So what is your trouble? All right. I'm a hemophobe. Hemophobe. You're scared of blood. Yes. All right. And I'm also on the run from the Dark Messiahs. Okay, so I would say the Dark Messiahs once you dead is a better trouble because hemophobe sort of fits into your high concept, right? Like your high concept can vaguely like imply that you don't like getting dirty, or it okay. does. So you want your trouble to be sort of separate from that. You follow me? All right. So your trouble would be the the Dark Messiahs don't like you or enemy of the Dark Messiah, whatever you want that to be. Um, is there any reason why they don't like you? Uh, may have killed some people that were important. Okay, so you you just doing your job accidentally probably did something bad. Um, killed three children in one blow. All right, so that's good. That's good. All right, who wants to go? Next, I'll go. All right, Dan. Uh, Wiley Space Jockey. Wiley Space Jockey. Okay, sort of explain to me where that's coming from and what your intent is there. Well, mostly for me and for the listeners at home. Basically, um, I'm a incredibly highly skilled pilot. Okay. Um, I've worked for uh, about 15 years between Strom Corps and. Some of the uh, people on the seedier factions on Andromeda. Um, we'll get into my troubles later, but they, they've caused me to have very short careers with all of those people, despite my immense talents. Okay. And uh, now, basically, I'm just looking for uh, for a job. And, and, and you're uh, wily in nature. Yes, 
very wily. Very, very, somehow managed to always get out of trouble, no matter how, even if it's something that seems to, to be inescapable. Okay. As long as your name's not San... San Holo. Holo. San Holo, yeah, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> no, it's Holo-san. Duh. Jesus Christ. All right. That's cool. That works. All right. Uh, what about your trouble? Um, I'm incredibly cocky. Okay. So, um, hmm. That's not a very, I mean, that's, that's a good example of a, a trouble, but that's not. Uh, I've wrecked pretty much every ship I've, I've uh, flown despite having, you know, saved people on the ship and everything. Cause I take a lot of risks. Like if there's a okay. risk taker. All right. That's, 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 uh, why would you say your character takes risks? Cause he thinks he can get away with it. All right. So your trouble is, yeah, I can get away with that. All right. Okay. I think I think I can live with that. All right. Okay. Yeah. All and right, Mark. You'll be able to compel me to do some pretty crazy things. I I get you. I get you. All right. All right, Marcus. What do you got? Um, I was thinking uh, insane or not? Sorry, sane <laughs> mad scientist. Sane mad scientist. Okay, I like this a lot. I like I like where you're going with this a lot. <laughs> This sounds like every character I've ever wanted to play ever. Um, okay. So explain to me your character a little bit. Um, so he's involved with uh, the Strom Corp. Okay. Or was. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, he was doing some uh, kind of experiments there. And um, let's just say that uh, something didn't go quite right. And uh, now he has a bounty on his head. Okay. All right. Well, what makes him sane and a mad scientist at the same time? Is more along my question. Um, he acts perfectly normal, um, but at the same time, he doesn't care what he has to do to get the results he's looking so for. He, he acts perfectly normal, but he's purely willing to put the strontium crystals into the uh, nitrogen bicarbonate uh, admixture when it could possibly blow up uh, the station. But on the other hand, he could possibly open up a wormhole to untold glory, right? Is that what you're telling me? Yep. All right, I like it. Um... We're going to APK so fast. Uh, okay. So, now you mentioned a bounty. Now, we already ha- kind of have one person that has people out for him, right? So, not that uh, we can't use, like, a, a bounty on my head as as trouble, but do you have anything else in mind you would like to use for trouble? Um. Maybe um, because of what I know, I'm highly sought after by different um, factions, and they're kind of willing to take me at any cost to, you know, kind of use my knowledge to their advantage. You're brilliant, so people put up with you, but you're wackadoodle. I was going to say, like, what if you're, like, your lab partners or lab assistants keep mysteriously disappearing and people are kind of angry about it? Um, no, I wouldn't say that, because that's... Um, I would say... I like I like the fact that uh, uh, so your trouble see because I got to be able to and compel you and you have to at the same time be able to use that to try and score some sort of bonus somehow. So um, like for instance, Nick's he has a like he specifically says the dark messiah. So when something happens, you know, I could compel him to do a certain thing based on dark messiah influence, or he could say, or he could reason his way into getting a bonus by saying, well, being tracked by the dark messiah for so long, I know X, Y, and Z. 
and get a bonus because of it. Um, you have to be able to do the same thing with your trouble. So if you're going to go with you're a, a sought after person or something of the sort, um, it needs to, there needs to be like a spe- uh, specificity there. Um, so maybe because I'm involved with Strom, I stole something from them. Interesting. Now, what did you steal? Um, some of their advanced mining equipment, because um, that's a mining planet right on that one. Yes. Um, but what would? Why would you steal it? What? 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 Are, what? Um, sort of what? What's your motivation behind all of it? Yeah, I need. What's your motivation there? Oh, I want to try to figure out what it's made out of. I think that it's um. All right. So, would you say it's fair to say? Um, your trouble would be something like uh, curiosity kills the scientific cat. Yeah. All right. How about curiosity kill Schrodinger's cat? <laughs> That's either it's even funnier. So either way, but so your your trouble would be like uh, if there's something to be learned there, you're gonna get into trouble over it. Like if if you can. That's easy for me to compel. That's easier for you to use. Like that's a good. Okay, that makes sense. It's good trouble to have. Okay. Are we rest- are we restricted to just one trouble, or do we have to have a personal and a problematic relationship? No, this one trouble. Okay. So you have your high concept and one trouble. Now, uh, like I said, most uh, most of these aspects are getting ready to create now in our uh, our team ups portion of this. It kit are are intended to be sort of double edged swords, so they're something that um can affect you poorly and well. So keep that in mind. Uh, so the next part of character creation, well, of course we all need to pick names. So let's go around the. Let's start with Marcus. What's your character's name? Okay. Uh, wow, I can't think of a name for him. Wow. A mad scientist name. All right. We'll come back to you. Um, Dan, what's your name? Marcus West. Marcus West. Okay. This is going to get weird. Um, Why? It's like if Marcus named his character Dan. Oh, Dan. Just... <laughs> All right. We're going to go with uh, something different. Good call. I was just pulling from my old character sheet. <laughs> Uh, Marcus, how are you doing today? You both respond. <laughs> well, yeah. fuck. Oh man. All right, Nick. What's your character name? Um, we'll go with Jossian Hiatus. Jossian Hiatus. Okay. Uh, All right, back to Dan. You got another name? Uh, Daniel Flint. Daniel Flint. Okay. All right. I have a name now. All right, Marcus. What do you got? Maylor Satan. Maylor Satan. So oh hell, Satan! <laughs> Maylor Satan. Okay, it's uh, Satan. Satan. That's oh man, that's gonna be a joke that's gonna be recurring because all these characters are gonna call you Satan, and you're like, uh, it's pronounced Satan. Um, if I say. Oh shit! Let me just fucking nail that one more time. Um, okay. So, the next session is basically we're going to describe adventures your characters have had. Okay, so um, think about sort of what was their first adventure that um, or just like an adventure that happened previous to what we're getting ready to do. Now, um, 
the book suggests that it's it's close in time frame, but the way I'm going to set this up and we're going to do this, um, it can be really anywhere in the time span. Um, so just I would I often like to think of it as like one of their first adventures. So one of the th- you know first things they did, and what's going to happen at each of these intervals is you're going to derive an aspect out of it. So um, it's something that has affected who your character is currently. All right. Um, so um, trying to think, I'm trying to give you an example. Um, the, the example they give here in the book, uh, the character Landon gets into a bar fight with some some of the scar triad. He is robbed of his sword and beaten severely. It, his life is saved by a veteran soldier named Old Finn. Finn helps to heal Landon, clean him up, and enlist him in the town militia. And the aspect that they achieve from that is I owe, I owe Old Finn everything. So um, you could think that that person can use that aspect to say, uh, you know, like let's say somebody's killed Old Finn and he can use that as like, you know, like... Uh, basically come enraged and get a bonus in combat or something or um old finn could ask him a favor and he's like nah and then i could compel him like but you do owe old finn everything in exchange for a fate point you know that kind of thing so think about it that way um who wants to go first not everybody wants great all right um dan you're first all righty um trying to figure one out here uh, from past adventures, I'm gonna go with actually it was something along the lines of what you were saying. Um, when I was young, I stole a. Uh, I I grew up on Turok, and I stole a, a a ship, a small kind of like mining ship that just takes you from the station to the service. Okay. And uh, got arrested, but so rather you grew than... up on a, you grew up on a mining platform. Okay. You're up on the space station, orbiting the mining platform. Got it. And uh, rather than uh, when, when I got arrested and went to the judge, rather than sending me to jail, he gave me the option of joining the Stromcore uh, Piloting Academy since I was such a skilled pilot and having been able to steal a spaceship at the age of 15. Okay. And piloted by myself. Okay. What 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 uh what aspect do you intend to glean from that adventure? Uh just that I owe this judge, like I, I kind of owe the because uh, he he was a strong the judge was okay so um so, so strong family loyalties loyalties yeah there you go strong family loyalties that's easy that's easy enough all right uh Nick and I'm like in the middle of writing it out okay all right sorry um. All right, so I guess mine is I was part of a a three-person assassin group called a Clutch. Okay. Um, it was just part of a larger organization, and we were just like a little group doing missions. Um, during one of one of our routine assignments, um, one member of the Clutch uh, betrayed the rest of us, the other two of us. Uh, we we had finished. Uh, we had killed the assassination target, and then um, I felt like the sharp pain in my side. And looked down, and there was a dagger coming out of it. Um, and I turned around and saw the other person um, in the group; uh, her throat was being slit. And then the the guy that betrayed us like had vaulted out of a window. Um, so I had to 
try to get out of the mansion that we were in um, and make it to safety. I uh, ended up going and uh, passing out in the middle of the street um, and waking up in a um, like basement of somebody's house. And I was being nursed back to uh, the health to life by um, like this teenage girl. Uh, we'll call her Miria. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she saved my life. Um, and I promised that if she ever needed my help, um, she could. I gave her like my calm number or whatever, so she could reach me and I'd help her out. So, um, what would your aspect be? Well, I can't even think about that. Yeah, you got to be able to gleam an aspect from these adventures. So, and it can't be something that's that's going to be resolved. Like if she calls in a favor one time, like that, you know, that sort of ends that general aspect. So it has to be something that you know, you character uses for an extended period of time. Um, all right. And what's the point of this aspect? Like it is an aspect like all your other aspects. It is something that tells us about your character that can, you can either use to gain a bonus or I can compel to make you do something. Okay. Um, I am two-faced because while I said I would help her, I don't really feel like I should want to. That one, mm. like if people ask me if I if I offer favors, you don't, don't honor your debts. Yes. Okay. So let's say she did call in that favor and you didn't do it. Like that's the last okay. bit of the start. All right. So okay. you don't honor your debts. Okay. Or um. And that could lead to a lot of trouble too, because uh, I would I would that. say I would say um. Oh man, what uh. I would say deceptive liar is probably a better aspect to gain from that because then you can, you can sort of, you can trigger that as you know, to at some point, you know, and as well as I, and you got to remember, it's got to, you got to be able to hit it from both sides. Both sides. Fair enough. Fair enough. And the V and the B. All right, Marcus. Um, what about you? Um, I think that, uh, for his story, like backstory as it were, your backstory. Yes, my backstory. Mm-hmm. When he was a child, um, being that he, and he's a scientist, um, he's been so since he was little, always very inquisitive and in trying to uh, learn things and uh, you know, just experiment with all different kind of things. Um, he like transformed a sibling hmm. into like a sort of a creature. Okay. And uh, that kind of haunts him, and he's not sure if it's still out there or might try to come back for revenge. All right. I I just want to call it my sister's a werewolf, but um oh man. I I would say sibling like what you would say like sibling monstrosity or something as an well how would you use that aspect to get a bonus though? Like I don't I guess you could use it to sort of like try and get like bonuses to lore. When dealing with genetic modifications, it'll work. Like sibling okay, monstrosity cool. or something, that'll work. Um. All right. So now we're going to do team ups. Okay. So the way we're going to do this is I'm going to pick a primary and a secondary, and the primary's job is to describe another adventure that their character had, that at which some point they interacted with the secondary person's character. Either that person could show up to help, uh, hinder, 
or hinder and help the situation. Um, and sort of remember, uh, you guys need to work together on how, because I mean, I'm not just going to say, Nick, you decide what Marcus's character did. You sort of need to say, you know, there needs to be this back and forth there. But remember, if Nick's the primary in that story, it, it is his adventure with Marcus's character backing him up. And the primary character in that adventure is going to gain an aspect. Okay, so we'll go around the table twice. So um, everybody's going to gain two more aspects through this sort of phase. Any questions? No. Okay. All right, so since um, Dan's getting a little pot roast, why don't we just start off with uh, my example. Nick is the primary, Marcus is the secondary. Um, so Nick, describe okay. an adventure in which Marcus helped, hindered, or helped and hindered you. And you have to be getting an aspect from it. Um, okay, how about this? Um, since he was concerned about having a bounty on his head, um, let's say I was the one who took the contract down. Okay. Um... So, I, where would you have been if you were going to be like the target of an assassination? Me. Like, were um, you like in a laboratory or something, or? Yeah. Okay. Would you have like all these kind of defenses and shit around? Yeah, it's or pretty high tech. Just... There's like, um, you know, I get alerted if somebody enters the facility. I don't know. Okay, so, um, let's say there's like I assumed I had, um, like, deactivated all of the. The traps, sensors, weapons, systems, anything that you had. Uh, but there was a redundant one that I missed and you were alerted to it. So you were kind of prepared for me coming in to get you. Um, but I obviously don't know that yet. So I, I make my way in, make it to like this, whatever the centralized area is. Um, oh, God. Okay. Um, and then like I can, like I see you and confront you. And I'm kind of alarmed because I'm not ready but mentally prepared for you to actually know that I'm there yet. Um, like, how would you react to that situation? Like somebody coming in to kill you? Um, I would uh, hit a button on my desk close by and um, trap you in an energy shield. That's unfortunate. Okay. And then I would ask you why you're here. All right. Um, is there any way out of this energy shield? Like any way to kind of counteract the forces on it that I would know of? Like, I would assume I would have been in a similar situation at one point in time? I don't know. It's pure electricity, so... Oh, okay. You touch it, you're just going to fry. Was it like uh, like, like, it's like a, a metal cage with electricity coming through it? Or is it just like... Just just somehow you got electricity to go around it and... It's, it's hard light, man. It's pure energy. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Um, Alright, well, I guess uh, I tell you that I'm here to fulfill the contract and... If not me, then there'll be more behind me. Um, I mean, as I'll assume I have no way to get, get out of this dilemma that I'm in, so I'll try to negotiate uh, and say if I have like. All right, um, I'll step in here. Just let's see. Let's see if this is fair. Okay. Um, let's say you make the arrangement with Marx's character that you will tell them that he is dead, uh, and because you are a deceptive liar in exchange for him letting you go, and your aspect would be not as smart as you think because you missed one of those detectors. That works. Like, so you can, or um, or sort of like a, a, some other aspect that, to gleam that you don't always feel the urge to kill somebody, 
like or it's just a job or something like that it's not worth my life yeah it's not worth my life that's that's a good one it's not worth my life so i think that's that's a fair way to say how that story plays out like you know you trade the bounty for your life all right so next up um marcus you are the primary describe a story in which dan's character um helped hindered or helped and hindered you and you remember out of out of this adventure you should gain an aspect okay okay so i had arranged for um a certain mineral that was uh not legal per se okay and um you know i needed to find uh, not legal ways to transport it to myself so uh, i contracted him exactly Okay. And um he ended up not fulfilling the uh the order after he was paid. Alright. Now I, I dumped the shipment the first line of Imperial Trouble. Yeah. That, <laughs> that sounds like a reasonable thing. Uh, <laughs> uh so now the aspect I think would be kind of um leery of uh or not How about you know, the only um, one? Uh no, because he has to be able to invoke this on more than one occasion, you know. Because instead of just dealing with you, because the aspect shouldn't be. I was gonna say overly cautious and not trusting. Okay, overly cautious. That's a good. That's a good aspect to 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 draw from it. Like you know, like you, you don't you don't trust people. That's that's fine. That's a good aspect. I can deal with that. Doesn't help that I tried to kill him. Nope. No, he's he's just <laughs> so he's paranoid. He's just paranoid. Like that's that's a that's an even better aspect. So he's a sane mad scientist, but in addition to willing to blow people up, he's secretly paranoid as well. So he holds it together out front, <laughs> but inside he's just losing his shit. Um Okay. Alright. Dan, describe a character in which you um will gain uh you go on an adventure in which Nick helps, hinders, or helps and hinders you, in which you will gain an aspect from. Hmm, I don't know what use I would have for an assassin. Well, maybe you're doing something and you've, like, there was an attempt on your life and you foiled it. Like, you blew me out of an airlock or some shit. <laughs> like, this is going to be so hard for me to get Nick's character to work with Young as character because he keeps trying yeah. to kill you. I don't understand how... Nick's... He's just like, I don't know what I have use for an assassin. I'm like, well... Like, because I feel like Nick's character is so contradictory to both of yours gonna be difficult like you go you is it gonna be a game where my characters are not gonna be contradictory to everybody else's characters yeah but you need to help me out here a little on this one man you gotta come up with something like that's gonna make you a team player well this is this is his story this time so. i know well i'm just saying next time around i got a perfect thing i got a perfect thing next time around all right good all right well it, it depends on how dan's story goes then well, so well you guys can was, work together give him I'll, suggestions you know it's a team thing I was really hoping that you would have given me, or basically given Nick the primary and me the secondary, because then I could be like, well, I drove him to one of his assassinations. Well, that's next. Well, that's fine, but I mean, this is your adventure. You are you have to go on adventures, too. So this is your adventure in which, you know, Nick helps her handle. Okay, well, how about getting, this? I got one. Okay. I was getting, after uh, a mission where I, I really damaged the spaceship, that I was supposed to be smuggling. Basically, it was a high-end stolen spaceship, okay. and I was supposed to be taking it to 
like almost like a a chop shop. Okay. And when I got there, the uh, guy who runs the chop shop, big wig, underworld kind of guy. What's his member name? Member of Black Messiah. The, the 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 more names and people you describe when you do this, the more things it gives me to work with. So just don't be afraid just to like give people names and attributes when you're doing this. Okay, his name was Joe Am. Joe Am. J O A M M. Okay. And he was a. Uh, he had a lot of connections with uh, Dark Messiah and things like. Okay. And basically, I get there. He's pissed off. So to uh, make up the difference, he's just going to chop pieces off of me. And just so happens that Nick happened to have a contract with him. And during our exchange, where he just you know had his goons grab me, and I'm about to lose a limb or two. And this also ties into my Wiley Space Jockey. Uh, Nick comes busting in and happens to kill both the two guards and the uh, the gentleman behind the desk. All right. So I owe I have a life debt to Nick. So Joe, Joe, right. I'm still alive, right? Yes. If you All didn't right. finish the job, then yes. All right. Well, here's the thing. You remember these aspects should not relate directly to other members members of your party. So it should be a generalized aspect. It should be something that informs your character, your personality that can be triggered either way. So what if life... he's more reckless because he knows he always gets out of situations like this. There you go. But that's that's sort of already his his trouble. His trouble is already already covers that. Yeah. What if it, what about a blind faith? That's his trouble. His trouble already covers that. Damn it. You gotta like step out, like that's what these adventures are for—is to step out and like round your character out. What if you negotiated where like he was gonna chop off your hand and you just gave him a finger? Mm. Um, how about basically I use Nick to protect me from Joe M because I know that he's after me. He's gunning for me. Mm, no. Yeah, like I said, you gotta be able to derive an aspect from this. So, what would your aspect be? Hired help. That's that's not an aspect. Symbiotic relationships. All right. Well, let's not let's add to the story then. Like, yeah. Just keep so... you, like just keep adding to the story until something happens. Like, like think of each of these small stories that I'm making you come up with here is like a major arc in any other RPG. It's something that would in like inform your character and ultimately change how they view the world, or tells us or myself more about the character. So, All right. So what if? I killed the two guards, and then you said the people at the desk or whatever? Well, Joanne was sitting behind the desk. Okay, so, like, I, like, I, I, like, I stab him, and then, like, I notice that you're there, like, kind of, not being cowardly, but, like, like, holy shit, what's going on? Shot. Kind of thing? Yeah. Um, so, normally, I don't deal with people, because I'm not expecting anybody to be there. So, like, I grab you, and we run out. Um, and then, like, more of, like, his cronies start coming out. Um, and I tell no, you to like that could, that could affect me actually because it could make me believe that there is some people in the world. People don't um, always do things for selfish reasons. I think I think I have a, a a bit of a better story. Now follow me on this. Like tell me, like tell me to stop, and we'll go back to you guys' story. So let's say uh, does does uh, your character does does Daniel here have um does does he like to what does he do to relax? Gambles. Gambles. All right. So let's say let's say he's um he's gambling, right? And a very, very attractive woman comes up to him and starts uh starts flirting with him. What does he do? Uh he flirt back. 
All right. So let's say things keep going on and on and on. And, uh, you know, you go back up to the, the, the room there when, uh, Nick pops in, slinks into the woman window and kills her. Apparently she was a, uh, dark Messiah assassin who had a contract on you, but Nick had a contract on her. So your aspect would be never trust a pretty face. I love it. It also plays into my getting out of things that I shouldn't get out of. See, I'm good at this. Yeah, this. this is really good, Brent. Really good. Good at this. Um, that can also play into like if you want Nick, that could also be the person that you killed that uh kind of set the Dark Messiah off. Like she could have been someone important. If you want to come up with details for that, then uh Well, I still need a, another story for involving him as a secondary, right? That's yes, you do. In which he helps or or hinders, and in fact, it could be the reverse to the same story if you can be creative enough about it. So, um, but we'll go with let's see. So we did do 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 do. So we're gonna do Marcus describe a story in which Dan is the secondary, in which you will get a aspect. Did it, he already do that? Yeah, I thought it Oh, did. never mind. Sorry. It should be Nick, right? It, it should be reverse. It should be the reverse. You're right. So, in which Nick is the secondary. Okay. Um, so, at this point, we have already met. I already know him. You can say it takes place after that. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, so, I realized that uh, I'm going to have to start getting my hands dirty a little bit and stepping out of the lab. Okay. And I decided that um, I want him to teach me like how to like kind of hand hand combat in case it comes down to that. Okay. All right, that's cool. Um, like so at this point, I still because of before did I did I give up the bounty and somebody else is coming after him, or did I lie and say that? I'd say you probably lied and said that that you killed him, done. that you blew him up. That's why you don't have a head or anything. Okay. Um. So what if we I agree to meet and we start doing this training, but somebody from the organization has followed me okay so like then they like they kind of see that i lied so they like while we're doing all this training like all oh, this is happening in the background um so we take a break and like and another assassin starts coming towards us and i'm like oh shit fuck we're just, we're screwed all right sorry guy um but then like you use your newfound kung fu moves and save the day all right so you're you're um i would say not worthless in a fight would be your your aspect. Sounds good. Good in a fight. All right. Um, Nick, describe a story in which Dan is the secondary. All right. Um, I'm going to try to go the reverse of what your story was. So uh, I want to make sure I have the order right. It was he's gambling, flirts with pretty lady. They go to a room. She tries to kill him, but I killed her first. Yes. Okay, so um, I'm having trouble locating my mark um, in this gambling hall, uh, but then I notice some buffoon um, making an ass of himself, and uh, there is my, then suddenly my mark goes up to him, um, and that's how I find her or whatever. Um, then, like, I kind of wait in the lurking shadows, and just follow them the whole time until 
they get to the location, but the location they get to is um, behind like some kind of security, and I can't get in. But the uh, but Daniel's character does something. What does Daniel's character do? For you to get into the area that you can't get into. Yeah, so like inadvertently, you do something, and it gives me access into the area. How about you hit? Basically, how about I've ordered like uh, strawberries or something like that for, for my hookup, and uh, so you just like buzz all the intercoms kind of thing, and I buzz you in without checking to see who it is. Okay, that works. So I slink in. Um, I guess y'all like on a. No, like, sneak. I kind of was just stupid and let you in. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I walk in. Um, and all right. So does I? I'm assuming that my mark like takes you hostage. That seemed like a reasonable. Thing probably not unreasonable. Uh, well, because like, I'm trying to relate it to Brent's story, like where he said, like I just came in and killed her. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I flesh it out all you want, man. I was just trying to come up with something because because where y'all are going had no in no in game. Okay, all right. So, um, this is still my first time meeting you. So, um, at this point in time, I'm less concerned about your life, but you're not my mark, and I try to avoid killing innocent people. Um, so what? So you're right now you like you got a knife to your throat. What would you do to get out of that? Like distract the person trying to kill you? Um, so she basically she's got she's holding me from behind with a knife to my throat, right? Yes. Uh I would probably he- headbutt backwards and hit her in the nose. Okay. So as she's recoiling, um I I guess I like I throw a dagger at her and get her in the throat or whatever and she, she dies. Um and I guess the aspect I learned from this is don't take home this uh, woman. Well, as I say, you can't do everything yourself. Okay. Would it be safe to say? Why can't we be friends? Um, that once you kill her, you sort of realize that she, uh, who she was with the Dark Messiah organization. Okay. And uh then you, it sort of uh, makes your aspect uh, nowhere left to go because you realize at that point you're pretty much screwed. So like I'm on the, just always on the run. Yeah. Which it, right. the only two you've, so that would make it reasonable for you to work with these two because they're the only two so far that have survived assassination attempts from, well, at least one from you and dark Messiah <laughs> and the other one from dark Messiah. She's like, well, if they can do it, I certainly can too. Okay, and I guess it's fair to say this is how uh, Dan and I hook up because I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna stop, buddy. Because now I have nowhere left to go, and you're a pilot, so we can fly around places with my own ship. Yes, I would say that's fair to say that it. After that happens, you guys have some sort of conversation in which you you come to an agreement. Because he's obviously got symbiotic relationship. Like he somehow got a contract in his life, so I'll hang around and protect him from assassins. Yeah, because I mean, so where do I play into this one? All right, so. You are well. There's still one story left. There's still one story left, and that is uh, Dan. Tell a story in which you are the primary and Marcus is the secondary. Well, I was shipping some uh, really rare ingredients or things. Oh, actually, I didn't know what I was shipping, but I was shipping something somewhere I shouldn't be shipping it to. And you know, I'm piddling along, doing my thing, and uh, suddenly I get attacked. And I crash land, or I don't crash, but I kind of emergency land it on top of this building, which happened to be where Marcus was living. So 
as I'm running down the stairs and everything, I see this guy, and... Is this before or after you fucked up his shipment? This is before. Okay. This is basically where he hired me to ship his thing. Okay, got it. Because, mm. you know, you saw my crazy awesome skills in getting away from people. <laughs> got it. All right, continue. And uh, we kind of bump into each other, and somehow... As I run down the stairs and everything, and I get down to the bottom, I'm thinking I'm just going to abandon the shipment entirely. And all of a sudden, the ship that I was piloting decides to uh, have a minor explosion, and the shipment, which was just a suitcase, falls from the roof and lands in front of me. I pick it up and immediately just take it to the uh, the person I was supposed to deliver to without anyone being the wiser, and a completely safe shipment. Okay, so... That's not a very good involvement of. Well, it is because he sees me that I actually get the job done no matter what. Yeah, so but he thinks he, does, he can trust me. He doesn't help hinder or hinder or help and or hinder that uh that uh that. Well, I'm trying to figure out what else he could do other than hire me for an earlier job. Maybe I could cloak your ship signature. Yeah, I mean, there, like, he's a scientist. Maybe I know you from a past from where I bought equipment from you for the ship, like illegal under the table equipment. And that affects the story in which way? Uh, my ship is sleeker. I don't know. See, this is why I'm having trouble with a mad scientist. Because where would I come into con- where? What would I need a mad scientist for? I don't know. You tell me. <sighs> we found we found a use for an assassin already. Like I can think of a million reasons. A uh, well, I can you know a, soup up your ship or a ship, something. A ship. What I say is I buy stuff from you under the table. Yes, but uh, then make a story that revolves around that. You see what I'm saying? Like, like it's gotta like the point of this is to like Joe the barber told me that I can get illegal mods for my ship from Marcus. Okay, now, uh, come up with a story that involves that sort of interaction in which you would obtain an aspect. Okay, well, kind of in the same vein as his backstory. Maybe Joe the Barber told me that I could get illegal mods for my ship that can make it, you know, bigger, stronger, faster, sleeker from Marcus. Okay. I go to Marcus, get said mods. As I'm trying to use the mods, they don't do what he wanted them to do because they're, you know, very mad scientists. So kind of backfires and screws everything up. I come back to Marcus and I'm going to beat his ass for damaging my ship. Okay. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What would you say in that situation, Marcus? Um, yeah, you sold a guy mods that damaged him ship, damaged his ship. What are you gonna say to him? And now I've come back and I'm pissed. Well, I think we can arrange something to take care of this. And why would I trust anything you give me? I mean, you just damaged my ship. Well, I think that's more along the lines of how you used it, but uh, that's neither here nor there. I have something a little bit better for you. And I'm kind of gonna be leery about it and be like, "What's the catch?" Well, um, I'll just need you to take care of a little something for me in exchange. There we go. And that's how I got the original job. Okay. So basically, I don't trust your science, and you don't trust me to deliver stuff on time. Or correctly. All right. Uh, Wait, the- so they was it established that they know that Marcus's character knows that your character fucked up the delivery the first no, time? No, this is this is prior to that, that arrangement. Oh, okay. So, so this is how this he is what gained. led to this arrangement. Okay, so all right. Um, Basically, Marcus's stuff doesn't work. What? No, I wouldn't say that's fair. Um, what's what's uh, <laughs> what aspect would you derive from this story? 
uh, hmm. maybe uh, I want to work on everything in my own two hands now instead of trusting it to somebody else. Um, you already have something about not trusting people. From the yeah, previous story? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously you're willing well, to give them a second because... chance. Maybe I don't like science. I was gonna say maybe the um like the second upgrades or whatever I did actually did work and you kind of had a well clearly they didn't if like I got realized... crashed because of your shipment well the, <laughs> the, well you got caught because of his shipment what he's saying is the mods that uh he made to your ship worked the second time around like it was faster it was sleeker or whatever but you how about like... how about trust science not scientists uh what about uh I think it's much funnier if you're actually a terrible mechanic like. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, because you could put him on the first time, but then have him put it on the second time, and they work. Yeah, I did say maybe you didn't know what you were doing. Like, oh, uh, like hands on, but hands should be off. Like you like <laughs> to fix your ship, but you probably shouldn't. Like, like I, I feel like uh, if you don't yeah, want to, I got one. I got one. Don't uh, do it yourself. Don't do it yourself. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> all right, I like that. That's all right. So everyone should now have a total of five aspects, right? Your high concept, your trouble, and then the three from your, your adventures, your previous adventures. All right. So everybody has those filled in, right? With, with notes reminding you what they mean, right? Certainly. I just wrote what they meant. All right. Well, you, well, I need a a name because it's like, it is an effect. It needs a name because it's in effect, in effect of like a, a tangible like spell. Like you have to be able to tell me I'm going to invoke my aspect X. You follow me? Oh, okay. That's why we're coming up with names for them, because they're sort of traits, if you will. All right, well, then I'm changing. It's not worth my life to self-perseverance. Sure. All right. So next, we need to uh, set up our skills. So these are essentially... How many should we have? Because I've got my... uh, High concept. And then I've got... Trouble. Yeah, I've got... Trouble, and then I've got the strong family loyalty. Don't do it yourself. And what was the other one? Never trust a pretty face. There you go. Thank you. Got it. Cool. Thank you. Sorry. All right. So everybody should have the five. Now we have to determine skills. Okay. So I'm gonna put a link um, to a page that has the um, default skills in Skype here. And we're gonna go one at a time and set up everybody's skills. Now, um, with those skills, you should have one that has a plus four rating, two that have a plus three rating, three that have a plus two, and four that have a plus one. So if you look at your character sheet, right? Let me pull up a character sheet so I can tell you what's going on here. Hold on one second. I gotta throw my trash away. Okay. Okay. Come on, character sheet. Go. All right. So if you look at the skills, it should already have like some like those bolded areas. You see those? Yep. All right. So we're gonna you're gonna get one at great, two at good, three at fair, and four at average. And everything that um you don't take has a a, a passive rating of mediocre. That's just a plus zero. So if you're you looking, said, and I'm sorry, I, I missed that. All right. So if you look at your character sheet, you basically have uh. In the skills, you have this pyramid of um, bold squares, right? So you've got one great, two good, three fair, and 
for average. So what you're going to do is go, we're getting ready to go one by one and assign skills into these holes, right? And um, everything that does not get assigned has a, a rating of mediocre. So I put a link in Skype that has a page that has the default skills on them. Okay, with also you can open links that tell you what each of them does, and I can explain that as well. Yeah. Um, it lists the skill and then what you can do with the skill. All right, because there's really four basic roles in Fate. You have an overcome role, which is essentially a skill check in Dungeons and Dragons. Like that would be you are rolling to overcome like a passive thing that I set or uh, something that is being actively done by another thing. Um, create an advantage. Um, so that's something you can do inside or outside of combat in various situations to create an advantage on your next role or an ally's role. You're simply um, placing an aspect on a scene that others can invoke. Okay. Um, and then attack. So as you see, there are only so many skills that you can use to attack. It's really fight, shoot, and provoke. And fight and shoot are really going to be the only two that do physical damage. And we can describe that in any number of ways. But remember, those are the skills required like that would be used in a combat. Now, we might not enter as many actual combats as you would in, say, Dungeons & Dragons. Um but it's still they're still highly useful skills and again we can describe them however so if you have you know um so if you were a mage we could easily describe you firing firebolts as a shoot skill okay um but those are your sort of thing and then defend um and also provoke only does mental damage and it's because in in fate there are combats that are essentially the two of you like being witty with each other, essentially dealing mental damage until one person gives up. Um, so in provoke is sort of the attack skill in that sort of combat. Um, the mental damage. What is drive? Is that like driving a car? Or is that yes? That is driving. You a can car. click on the the names and they'll give you a page. To oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, like I would right click and then open in a new window so you don't lose the initial window. Um, and then defend would be defending against someone's attack on you. Um, uh, the way, also you should know, the way you take damage in um, fate is through stress and consequences. And um, stress is sort of minor injuries, nothing really affect you, you know, like cosmetic tears, you know, bruises, that kind of thing. Consequences, on the other hand, um, have lasting or lingering effects. And you take consequences once you can no longer take stress in mental or physical form. And the ways to increase your stress are from physique and will. And as noted on your character sheet. Um, so, <clears throat> so apparently I'm Batman. Well, you will start who wants to go first so we can, we can work through this together. And so everybody at home also knows what everybody's skills look like. I mean, if you'll help me, I'll go first. All right. We'll go first. So, um, you have, like I said, you have one, one skill at great, which is a plus four to the roll. Um, look at any superb, right? No superb, not yet. Okay. Um, so, what do you think your character would be best at? Driving. Driving. Okay. Um, so. Are you sure? Because you seem to crash everything all the time. <laughs> Uh, I would then I would put drive 
in that. That's just because he's cocky. I would put that um that in that skill. Got it. Um, let's see here. Now, <clears throat> let's see here. What do you think your what other other things that your character is good at? So if you just like most of these, you should be able to tell sort of by the general name of the the skill what your character would be good at. So, um, like I said, we have we have two of these, and these are you know plus threes to roll. So these is something that you you know you know you should consider. I mean. Um, I'm thinking shooting or fighting. Okay. Because he does get into a lot of scuffles, and he. What What would you say his primary form of combat would Would it be a, a blaster? All right, then go with shoot. Put that under good. Yes. Okay. And now, um, next would be another skill, but I wouldn't choose fight and shoot. Like I wouldn't, because then you're sort of, you know wasting one or the other i would i would say that you know you probably use a blaster most often so just kind of we can use fight later on but i wouldn't make it your other good skill i wouldn't if i get two good yes you get one more good skill now um now what's the difference between physique and athletics athletics is your sort of strength body strength able to move things and then uh physique is your toughness so physique is what enables you to take more stress and athletics would be your say ability to move a rock it's only on a three plus though yes which is good good as a three plus i and still don't really understand physique have you ever played a game in which you have strength and vitality as two different stats no. Or strength and so stamina. Physique is more like your health. Yes. Think of think of uh think of athletics as athletics and physique as endurance. Oh, okay. The way it works for your health though is if you put a plus one or a plus two through average or fair, you get a you get the third point stress box, but on a th- plus three or plus four you get the fourth one. Yes. So if you went with physique right now, you would have four four ticks in physical strength. And physical stress instead of the two. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that thing because I'm gonna be because <laughs> I keep getting out of things. I'm gonna be really difficult to kill. All right, that's cool. Go with that. Okay. All right. So now we get three fair skills. Now these things are still things that your character is pretty adept at. He's just not a master. Um. So, um, we're still looking at athletics, burglary, con- contacts is sort of uh your people you know. You know, um, you're almost like part of streetwise almost. Um, crafts is your ability to make things. Deceive is your ability to lie. Empathy is insight almost. Um, investigate is your ability to sort of um, in-depth sort of scrutiny of things. So it's where... active perception. What? So it's like active perception? active perception. Yeah, it's active perception. Where notice insight, would be, kind of. well, insight is empathy. Uh, investigate is active perception, like you're actually looking. Notice is um, passive perception, like your stability to pick up on things as they happen around you. Lore is your book learning. Uh, physique we've already covered. Provoke is your ability to like offend somebody. Um, <laughs> rapport is your ability to is like that's your. Uh, Provoke is intimidate. Rapport is diplomacy. 
resources is your general sort of wealth um, as a character. Um, shoot is your ability to fire ranged weapons. Stealth is your your sneaky, and will is will, of course. Okay, my fares. I'm gonna go with um, just to match my personality. I'm gonna go with deceive, empathy, and stealth. Okay. Now we get four average. These are plus ones. One sec, I'm adding these to my feet. Okay, for my averages, I'm going to go with burglary. Okay. I would put fight in there since in case you just want that. Yeah, I'll go fight, will. Okay. How many do I get? Four? Yep. I'd go and ahead. athletics. Yeah, that's good. Got it. All right, so um, judging by what you took, you should now have, uh, you can't make them bold on the sheet, but just remember um, that you have four ticks of physical stress and three ticks of mental stress. Okay. Who wants to go next? Me. All right, Marcus, what are you thinking for your great skill? Um, I was looking at these um, different skills here, and I think Will would be a great will um i wouldn't go with it in your plus four since you get the same bonus at plus three um i would go with it something that you would use actively for um your plus four so like lore or crafts um because crafts is like creating things lore is mm -hmm. uh scientific knowledge so, right, i was also looking at crafts for one of the other ones so that maybe that'd be best to bump that one up yeah i would go with crafts so your ability to create things all right so now i have two goods two goods and if you want if you you really really want will to be up there uh, you can make it one of those will it have the same effect a little lower down yeah okay so then that'd be best um i was thinking um contacts for uh... contacts so you you think you have a lot of would your character have a lot of sort of kind of knows a lot of people and okay sure can get information sure 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 um, what is your primary, um, primary form of combat? Um, I would say basically just the fighting that I learned from, uh, all right. So hand, like hand fighting. Yep. Okay. So, um, all right. So we're at fair, right? We're at your plus two. So you did your two goods. Yep. All right. Um, May I recommend uh, lore? Because that's uh, sort of like your ability to have read something before. Yeah, I like lore. I had read that one as well. Um, and... Um, what about uh, burglary? Um, would your character do a lot of, like, like sneaking into, like, in stealing things? Well, yes, not because he kind of tends to send people out to do the dirty work for him. Yeah, I would say so if maybe you, rapport or resources. Go with resources because that, like, you seem to be able to pay people um, and have a lot of things to yeah to work with. So I would go with that. How many do you have left in fair? A uh, one. One. Um, I have investigate. Maybe that'd be a, a good one. That's probably not a bad idea investigate kind of uses intelligence to figure out what's going on in certain situations or yeah and then for your fares i would definitely put fight in there oh didn't i have fight as good oh you did have fight as good yeah okay never mind um 
I would do. So for fair, I have lower resource and investigate. Okay. Then so average, we need to do average. So your plus ones. Um, um, I don't think those are really going to matter much. They're sort of wherever you think you would also have some some. Uh, I some wanted skill. to have will, so maybe will would be good for here. I thought you put that up there in uh, in good. But we had contacts and fight. Oh, you did. All right, yeah, you put will down on average. Will isn't gonna really. I don't know how much mental damage I'm gonna be doing to you. What are some other uh, good skills you recommend for this tier? Uh, physique, since you haven't taken one yet, go ahead and get you that extra stress box. Sorry, what was that again? Physique. Okay, I'll put physique in there. Um, then I would go with um, notice. So what is a notice for? Uh, that's like your ability to perceive things happening. So like if something's going on behind you, like you'll be the first one to go, oh, something's going on over there. Okay. Not necessarily the first, because Nick might take higher than you, but definitely be more perceptive than, than Dan is. Um, and then what about deceive? If you think you're good at lying, then go for it. Or if you want to be good at lying. Ain't nobody as good as me. All right. So that's deceive in the last box. Yep. All right. Nick, what are you looking at? All right. So I was thinking fight for great. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, followed by athletics and physique. Okay. Uh, then I was concerned about shoot, so I don't because I throw daggers a lot, so I'm not sure if that's gonna be part of shoot. Mm. Shoot, like I mean, you can describe throwing daggers like as fight. It just mechanically, it's not like as long as you're in the same zone. Because don't think of, combat's not gonna happen on a grid. So as long as you're not like trying to do it from two rooms over. Then okay. I would be okay with you using fight to throw knives. Yeah, because all right, that's fine. I was like, uh, if you're in the same I, I didn't know sort what the hell the zones were exactly. So I was like, zones oh. are very esoteric. Like <laughs> they're they're at my discretion if I separate things into zones or not. All right, well in that case, no shoot. Get rid of that. Um, on this tier, I've got will and stealth so far. Okay, that seem those seem fair. Um, now I'm torn. I don't know if I should get burglary. Cause... Get burglary. All right, I'll get burglary. Don't worry, I'll just fly you around, Nick. Well, I don't plan on driving me anything, so. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And then for the last four, I put down notice, deceive, contacts, and investigate. Okay. Because with shoot out of the way, um, I wasn't sure about burglary. And then I did, pretty sure I don't have much resources. Provoking people is not really my thing. Uh, I'm not good at talking with people, so reports out of the question. So it's empathy. Uh, lore. I guess I could do lore, but that involves well, like empathy's not really out of the question because just because you're not good at talking with people doesn't mean you're not good at reading people. Because I mean, as an assassin, like you should be able to tell if someone's gonna go left or go right or like if, or if they look scared or if they look like they're nervous or whatever. Like those should those should be things you should, you would be reasonable at, at picking up on. Fair enough. Um, will you see anything in the average section I could get out instead? Um, no, I mean, you're fine. Let it be. I mean, if, you, if you're comfortable with what you have, then go with it. Does somebody else have contacts? Uh, Marcus does. All right, well, then I'll switch that up for empathy. All right. Okay. So, we've set up our skills. Awesome. 
Now all we really have left to do is set up our stunts and refresh, okay? Now stunts think of them as 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 powers, okay, stunts. Um you get 3 right off the bat and you can right now at character creation decide to take more stunts at the cost of refresh. So you can actually get up to five stunts and would only have one refresh. And essentially what refresh is, is your starting point for fate points in each scene. Now fate points are used for a multitude of things in the game where they're used for um, invoking aspects. Uh, They're also used for creating story elements. So um, I'll explain more when that's relevant. Um, as well as, oh man, there's three or four things you can use fate points for. So they're important. So I do not recommend taking five stunts and going down to one refresh. That's not good. You would, that means in order to do special things, you would have to take a lot of, um, compels from me to get enough fate points to go. If you want to go with four stunts and two refresh, that's more acceptable, but the most common thing to do is stick with three stunts, three refresh. Okay. Okay. So a stunt is, it's hard to explain. A stunt is, it enables you to do something with a skill that you wouldn't necessarily be able to, or enables you to buff a a skill when under a narrow set of uh, uh, circumstances. So, for instance, um, an example it has is backstab. Um, You can use stealth to make physical attacks, provided your target isn't aware of your presence. Okay, so that would be a stunt. Um, uh, So, um, here's another one. Uh, Arcane expert. Gain a plus two bonus to create an advantage when using lore whenever the situation is specifically to do with supernatural or the occult. Um, and then, so the first one is basically allowing an action to do something that it normally wouldn't. Um, the second is kind of adding a bonus. And then the third is adding a rules exception. Um, so this one's uh, repo. Uh, if if you succeed on a with style on a fight defense, you can choose to inflict a neg, uh, two shift, well, a minus two, rather than taking a boost. Um, so, like, you can, there's a multitude of things you can do with stunts. It's really sort of open as to what you want to do. You, you sort of, uh, I pitch you an idea, or you pitch me an idea, and I tell you if it's reasonable or not. So, you're either adding a new action to a skill, adding a bonus to an action, or creating a rules exception. So, um, who would want, who wants to try and create a stunt first? I guess I can. I just, I'm I'm, I'm lost. If you, on, on that, on that, on the link I gave you with the default skills list. Yeah. If you go to a skill and click it, it has at the bottom, it has some examples based on that skill. So if we go to, uh, let's go to drive, let's go to drive. Yeah. Okay. It's got three examples here hard to shake um plus two to drive whenever you're pursuing another vehicle or in a chase scene 
um, pedal to the metal. You can coax more speed out of your vehicle than seems possible. Whenever you're engaged in any contest where speed is the primary factor, such as a chase or race of some kind, and you tie with your drive roll, it's considered a success. Ramming speed. When ramming another vehicle, you ignore two shifts of damage. So if you ram and hit all four shifts, you only take two yourself. So that means you would take two less damage from ramming somebody. Um, those are examples of stunts based on the drive skill. You sort of understand what it's saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is pedal the metal would actually really fit the character too. Well, then you can. You're more than able to take that. Like these are legit stunts. Like you don't have to okay. come up with your own. You can use the examples given. And I'm gonna use pedal the metal as one of my stunts. All right. Well, make sure you write down what that does. All right. Okay. Um, who wants to go next? Can we get three of these? Yeah, we'll just go round table. Yeah, sure. Give you time to think between each of them. All right, Nick, you want to create a stunt? Uh, oh. Hold on, I just fucked up my uh, character sheet. So. Oh, God. What did you mess up? Did you close it or something? No. Um, uh, I was writing on it, and then I, I hit something on the keyboard because I was trying to copy and paste something, and then like fucked up. So I fixed it, though. So. Okay. All right. So, what do you want to do for your first stunt, then? Um, is there a list to pick from? Uh, no. These aren't these aren't like a set things. Like there are examples. There's there's examples, but you typically make up your own. Um, so like I said, you can either use them to make a bonus, add an effect, or change change the rules. Um, and you know, again, you work with me for something you want to do. Okay. Uh, what about something like a coup de gras? Coup de gras. All right. Um, what do you, what, uh, what would you like that to do? Uh, well, does it matter if it's like under a certain skill or something? Most times it's based on a skill. Uh, well, I guess it'd be a fight skill. All right. Fight skill. All right. What do you, again, what do you want it to do? Um, well, how does like combat work? So let's say for in a fight, like, do you take a certain amount of damage and then you die? Like no like the consequences um you take so essentially um they'll make an attack roll you'll make a defense roll and then the number they beat you by is the damage that you have to take or exit combat um so in order to take it to resolve the damage and not be forced out of combat you have you have um your stress and you have your consequences so first you'll take it off stress so and the numbers next to each of those um to, so let's say it beats it by um one you will take one off physical stress so on and so forth until stress is filled and then you would go into consequences and mild consequences generally go away at the end of whatever particular action moderate goes away at the end of say a a scene and severe would last a little longer than that. Um, generally a session. Um, so yeah, that's basically how combat works. Um, all right. So if you have a severe consequence, like you're pretty much dead. No. Okay. Well, like how does somebody die? That's what I want to know. They character player characters typically don't. Well, I meant like NPCs, like what's the threshold for them to die? Because the, whatever, the, however, many, however, whatever many, like, however many stress they have, like that depends on the the NPC you're fighting. Okay, well, what I would like is if like the character that I'm fighting 
is like the equivalent of bloody or whatever because this has to use a, a fate point right um no well it depends on how powerful it is if it's very powerful then i'll say it costs a fate point okay um well what i was hoping for was depending on like if i have x amount more like damage then they can defend against they like take a consequence or they if depending on how bloody they are they just i instantly just kill them um that's that i don't know about that that's uh because they're gonna have to have an opportunity to defend like i mm, coup de grace i would rather you get so like uh like the backstab like you get to use fit uh the stealth i would say um you can take the stunt um coup de gras and it would do something like the follows like you get a um plus use a fate point and you get a plus oh man plus four is too much because your fight's already a four i would say use a fate point you get a plus three to your first um fight roll if you are unnoticed so essentially that means if you if you enter the fight and you're unnoticed you can cash in a fate point and you would essentially be getting a plus seven to that roll and the damage dealt is equal to the number you beat their defense roll by so plus seven is a lot so if unnoticed um the first attack roll i make gets a plus three mm-hmm. that's per per scene that's just you you would use a a com, uh, fate point for it so that's per per combat yeah because you're only gonna have so many fate points and you would have to enter be able to enter a combat unnoticed which isn't always gonna happen yeah so it's a very narrow window it is a moderately powerful so I'm costing you a fate point so I think that's a a fair stunt so like if you if you get the jump on the on the action then that's a lot of damage you could put up front. Like, I'm telling you a lot. That's perfectly fine with me. All right. Uh, Marcus, let's make you a stunt dog. <laughs> um, so I was looking at the um, like the examples uh, under crafts. Okay. I was thinking um, something along the lines of uh, I can create, like, a combat enhancer. Like, whether it's, like, a... Okay. Like like super punching gloves or you know something like that. Um, I would say. Um, I would say, you um, you want to make combat enhancer. Um, because see, during combat, you can also do this thing called create an advantage that mm -hmm. creates aspects for people to, um, that they can they can work off of. So I mean I would I would say um maybe like a portable weapon rack or no cuz you see you're thinking too 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 specific because your characters aren't really going to have equipment that upgrades they're really not going to have um this or that um I would say it's possible for um I haven't read too much on the rules on extras yet, so I can't really tell you. Um, 
So explain to me again what exactly the stunt is supposed to do. A stunt effectively modifies, enhances, or adds additional rules for a skill. Okay? So, um, and it doesn't always have to be in combat either. It can just be in general. So um, you could say, uh, I like if you want if so if you do you do you want your character to specialize in weaponry? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. All right. So weapons expert, and then you could say you get a plus one, uh, plus two bonus to all crafts to modify, repair, or create weapons or armor. So anytime in any situation when you are say, um modifying creating or repairing weapons and i say roll me a crafts you get a plus two to that roll does that sound fair so what will we call that again weapons expert okay dan you're up next okay well i've been on the uh, the stunt maker kind of fiddling around and i think i've made my own stunt okay yeah because there is an actual it's it's called fate stunt maker online yeah Um, it just kind of gives you ideas uh, basically, what I got from it, from plugging it in, is uh, I, I called it "Here's something you can't do," and it grants a plus three to the die roll when I'm trying to escape using drive or stealth. This costs a fate point and replaces the plus two bonus. Okay. Is that acceptable? That is acceptable. I can't remember where that the link for that stunt maker is. I can send it to you if you want. I had it open a little while ago and I closed it. There it is. If you guys want to mess with the stunt maker, you can. Well, that'd be helpful. I thought that was kind of a fit in my character, and it would allow me to use a fate point and uh, do whatever with drive. No, I can't really get that thing to grant a two-stress hit when you pay a fate point. Interesting. All right. Um, Nick, stunt. Okay. Um, What about something like... If I'm surrounded, I can make two attacks at the cost of a fate point. But see, that's. I right, I'm just say, gonna take shit straight from this fucking crap. Then. I no, I'm that's fine. I would say, um, once. Whoa. All right. Uh, you can spend a fate I'm, point I'm, to I'm make. I'm gonna use a stealth one. Well, no, I was here. gonna say I. I would say you can make spend a fate point to make a an attack against each enemy in the zone. I think is a fair stunt. Each enemy in the zone. That's a lot of dudes sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna call it Army of One. Army of One. That's fine. I might even tack on, like that's a once procession, because uh, you're costing a fate point. Uh, I would say once per once per scene, though. Like, okay, you couldn't cash in all three points and attack everything in the zone three times. Like that wouldn't that wouldn't work for me. What? Okay, shame. I know. I knew you're thinking it too. Like, oh, these guys look like troublesome. Hold on, I got this. I think that's fine. I can live with that. All right, uh, Marcus. Okay, um, I was thinking um, resourceful. Resourceful? So I'd get a plus three to a specific thing. Like, um, Remember, when you're giving yourself plus threes and fours, give yourself a negative, too. Like, take a fate point. Yeah. Because you can't just give yourself okay. plus three. Yeah. So lose a fate point and add a plus three to um, crafting. Uh, you already made a craft stunt. Like I would, I would do. Um, I just don't want to really like them here. By the way, I would do either lore. Like lore is probably not a bad idea. 
Okay, then add a plus three to lore and like, like recounting um information that might help us. Yeah, like uh, like I've got a book on that or something, or resourceful. I mean, it doesn't really. Or I've read that bookworm, uh, nerd, whatever, <laughs> call it whatever. All right, uh, Dan. Well, me. Yep, it's your last one, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to when I use shoot. It's going to call... What is this thing called, actually? Uh, trick shot. Okay. Uh, I can ignore multiple laws of physics when I pay a fate point using shoot skill. To do what? To what end? Uh, get plus three to the specific action. Sorry. Okay. All right. There you go. Yeah. I can... That's just the flavor on it, apparently, is uh, you can ignore multiple laws of physics when you pay a fate point. Plus three to a specific action using specific skill. Remove the um the prerequisite that requires you to be unnoticed on your coup de gras, Nick. So Wait, you, say that again. The, the you know how I said you had to be unnoticed. You can remove that from your coup de gras skill. Okay. Just just make it so you spend a fate point and get a plus three to the attack. It's still just the first attack. Yeah, that's fine. Because Dan essentially has the same talent with shoot. <laughs> All right, uh, Nick, your last stunt. Unless, of course, you're taking penalties to refresh. No, definitely not doing that. Yeah, it seems like a bad idea. So, do all stunts have to require a fate point? Like, no, you can have. You, if if it is moderate enough, then no, it does not require a fate point. But plus anything above a plus two, um, is going to require a fate point, and even plus twos sort of require a specific uh, circumstance. So either like plus two with specific circumstance, or um, plus three requires fate point. Or um, if you're making it change what it does, like the backstab talent does or backstab stunt does, then um, it requires a narrow set of circumstances. And what do you call stunts? Like just anytime? Uh, generally anytime, yeah. It doesn't have to be just in combat. As long as the circumstances are met or you're spending the fate point, it works. Okay. All right. Um, I guess I'll call this one like sixth sense. Sixth sense, okay. Um, like I can, it's a, it's been under notice. Um, if there's any threat to myself or the party, um, I can use my notice skill check unimpeded, like by anything. Okay, so even so, you're saying even if it was like a low light setting, like you, or would, like we're like in the like in the middle of the nighttime or some shit, yeah. you can't see shit. Yeah, like you're you 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 wouldn't take a penalty to that. I got it. That that's cool. That's a good one. Uh, for something to harm, so we need to be more specific on what it is that um, is triggering it. Because if we just say something that is harming the party, then that could be anything, really. You could justify that anyway. Well, obviously, like physically or like projectiles. Um, like because then that means that like that that set of circumstances isn't narrow enough because then that means you, well, I guess that's fine. Cause I mean, your, your notice isn't that high of a skill, so I can live with it. I can live with it. That's All right. Cool. If it was like a plus four skill, then it's like, ah, oh, man, because if I just give you the ability to just do that unimpeded, like, I don't know. I could always switch my skills around, right? Yeah. We haven't started yet. Yeah, don't do that. Um, all right, last one would be Marcus, right? Yep. 
Um, I was looking at um, attention to detail. Okay. What is that? Uh, so that'd be for um, like investigating things. So what it do? Instead of using empathy um, to defend for deceive attempts, it used the investigate skill. So maybe like a plus two to investigate. Uh, well, see, what you're doing is you're already changing how the investigate skill works. So right? it needs to add a plus to it. So you wouldn't get the plus. But your invest investigate and will are on the same tier, aren't they? Investigate's um, fair. Fair, which is plus two. Average. Oh, so you're only really getting a plus one bonus by using that. You see what I'm saying? Because what that talent's doing, or stunt's doing, is letting you use investigate instead of empathy, right? So if you want to take that as your last stunt, then I would recommend changing, removing empathy from your um, your average and replacing that with something else, or saying attention to detail, um, gain plus two bonus to all investigate checks or all investigate roles when it regards to um science <laughs> like i don't know um yeah, that works yeah when it's when it's science based i think that works all right i think that's everybody's stunts so we're all made up we're all good we have characters hooray so what we'll do next Huzzah. time um, everybody come ready for we'll cut it uh, a little short this time I mean we've been here a couple hours um, actually yeah. I, I didn't think it was good. we were going to be able to make characters in a world this fast so um, but so we'll come prepared next time to play save these sheets save them as like your character name um, character sheet on your computer and then um, send them to me in an email so I can have all of them please thank you okay um, anybody have any other questions next time we will start our first sort of um, session and scene and I'll explain how that breaks down and all that stuff um, more then uh, but that's it I got to do some thinking on fleshing out a little few more details and where we're going to go and all that jazz but um, I think that works for me alright well that being said you can visit our website that's uh, for everybody out there wants to. That's therpgshow.com. You can send us an email at podcast.therpgshow.com. You can follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. Also, please, for the love of Kratos and his scientific glory, please, 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 I'm begging. It's dirty when I beg. Yeah. Head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Each one helps, and we love you for it. Now. Until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Deuces. Bye. Peace.